This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say its sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the administration will have new assistance for producers hit by disasters out soon. Speaking to the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee, Vilsack said USDA plans to have payments hitting producer bank accounts as soon as next month. Our hope and belief is that within the next couple of weeks we announce the structure and the framework for how you go about applying for these resources so that payments can potentially start in June. He says the current task is to make the program's application process easy on producers. Senator, we are in the process of finalizing the work that will allow us to pre-fill the application that will be required for farmers to, to uh, benefit from uh, the WIP Plus program. In the past, there were roughly 250 questions that would be asked of a farmer to be answered to be able to apply for uh, WIP funding. We're going to pre-fill the, that application, so at the end of the day, there will be just a handful of boxes that have to be checked and signed. The anticipated assistance would go to crop farmers following the previously announced Emergency Livestock Relief Program rolled out earlier this year. Be sure to read tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter for more from the hearing. The head of the Biden administration's transportation efforts was also on Capitol Hill today. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The Transportation Department's funding request for the next fiscal year received pushback from House Republicans today during a hearing of an appropriations subcommittee. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg emphasized his commitment to reaching Americans in all geographies. Making sure that no one is off behind, making sure that we uh, pay attention to the opportunity to benefit overburdened and underserved communities with transportation that connects them to opportunity. He said large projects funded in the new infrastructure law will give many employers and workers a shot at boosting their incomes through federal contracts. But one of the signature plans is to create a nationwide system of electric vehicle chargers. Iowa Republican Ashley Hinson said that's not much use to her constituents. These EVs were not really built with um, rural Americans long distances across counties to get to child care and work. I just visited a place where people are driving 40 miles each way. She added her constituents view electric vehicles as benefiting China because certain materials needed often come from there. Buttigieg said many Americans still have misconceptions about electric vehicles. He said two new trucks coming out will have 200 to 300 mile ranges on a charge. It's actually rural drivers who would benefit the most. I mean, think about some of the drivers you mentioned, right? Uh, the more they drive, typically the more of their income is going to gas. And so the more money they're going to save. But he did acknowledge the U.S. needs to increase domestic sourcing of critical materials and that the industry is working on that. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Ag groups are reacting to EPA's early Waters of the U.S. stakeholder feedback process. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A farm group says they'd like to see more diverse stakeholder outreach and transparency from the Environmental Protection Agency on the regional roundtables for Waters of the U.S., Courtney Briggs is the Senior Director of Congressional Relations for the American Farm Bureau Federation. She says the agency needs to do more outreach to small business holders on WOTUS. We've had conversations with EPA and the Corps. Unfortunately, we don't think that the stakeholder outreach has been very robust. And in fact, they haven't spoken really to small businesses. So that is concerning to us. But if we 
the agencies could take another look at their proposed rule and really think about the clarity and certainty that the regulated community needs and really try to balance the authorities of the federal government versus state governments. EPA held its first of 10 virtual regional roundtables yesterday focused on the Midwest. The panelists had strong criticism of modern farming practices. Briggs tells AgriPulse the list of participants for the first roundtable was diverse on paper, but Farm Bureau is very concerned about the lack of diversity in the discussion. She added the conversation did very little to address the Clean Water Act itself and its statutory authorities. Steve Davies has more details in his story on AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagle. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.